This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster. The ley lines have been activated and the Law Corporation is carrying out their plans whether they can control whatever they bring about or not. The team has faced down Bishop and his elite soldiers, but they have suffered tremendous tolls and put loved ones in danger to do it. Sundry and Darkblade pull Welker up. They pull him off of Bishop, off of these jagged rocks that he'd like, the two of them had fallen upon. And they landed pretty hard, pretty unceremoniously, like thudding, cracking against these rocks. And you guys lift Welker up and maybe Welker kind of like still kind of keeps pushing towards this for a second. And it takes him a moment to stare down at Bishop's body and how... How is it that the audience sees that, oh, this guy is dead? This guy who we hadn't seen moving before, he's dead for sure. His neck is bent at an unnatural angle. Um, you shouldn't be able to see his face from here, but you can. And uh, the walkie is, is fallen out of his grip, and um, he's been impaled in several places by this hard surface he landed on. We see Welker kind of calm down, at least for a moment or two. And um, we hear Bishop's radio kind of crackling to life. And as um, Sundry and Darkblade try to leave Welker, like like let him be to stand, that's when we see Welker kind of collapse. Mm-hmm. And we we kind of get a shot of his legs, and his legs are they're just super messed up. Some of those, those all those ball bearings from the Claymore mine, you probably fell on uh, your legs as you were wrestling with Bishop, or at least one of your legs. And so your ability to walk is like absolutely like you can't really walk without somebody mostly carrying you. Yeah. And it's not just his legs. Like Walker looks like really worse for the wear and like in the same way that he's supernaturally um, pallid and even alive, like his, his wear is supernatural looking too. Like there are holes in him that he shouldn't be able to be breathing through. Um, and he sort of like collects himself and realizes like what's happened and what's happening to him as he looks at Bishop. And it's weird for him to see Bishop like this because like just earlier today, this was the guy he takes orders from, who was like this unflappable, intimidating, like scary presence. And it was almost strange that now he's just been, he's just dead. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, Walker nearly looks like a kind of Walking Dead-esque zombie where he's just riddled with holes. He's pallid. He's gross. There's parts of like um, like muscle exposed, at least on his legs and in some of these other areas where he's been shot. Um, and that's when we hear that radio kind of click on. Boss, we're waiting for orders. Boss. And you can hear in the background as you're like, boss, you hear like, help me, help me. And it's Julia Welker. Like you can clearly hear that that's her. All right, Ashton, you've made this realization. What is it that you yell back to this crew of people that are like pulling Welker up? Because I guess now in this in this capacity, you're not gone. You're all in the same spot or you just yell this and then split. Um, oh, so I can kind of see them above. They aren't above. They're down. They're down on the bottom because remember, Welker and Bishop fell off of that platform. 
Oh my god. Okay. Um, well, if they're like, if they felt like close to me, that close enough for me to see, I might. Hmm, man, I feel like Ash would probably try to grab him then. So he might okay, be the so one. Then, so then, yeah. So then, all of you are just in the same scene. And maybe it takes a minute for Sundry and Darkblade to get back down there. And Ash is initially the person picking Welker up. Sundry and Darkblade like help him out with that process. And that's when all of that stuff that we just discussed goes down. All right. So Welker, uh, flanked by all three of his teammates now, like all on, all on mission together for the first time in a while. He'll hear this like coming through in the walkie. Uh, clearly his wife's being held captive. And he'll like go to reach for it instinctively. But before he says anything, he like stops to think about it for a second. Like he doesn't hit like the talk button. And he like, turns to the rest of them and he says, um, I can't do this. One of you has to figure out where they're keeping her. I know that this isn't the mission. And I know this isn't your mission. But just help me find out where they're keeping her. And I'll take I'll take care of it. Buddy, we got to get you to the hospital. You ain't looking so like good. You're taking care of much of anything. And Wilker will like shake his head and say, um, "Like, this is more important than any of that." Well, how so do we, how do we begin to figure out where they're at? One of you has to pretend to be Bishop. I think that it all makes sense. That there's a couple places they could be. Dark Blade's going to roll. Yeah, how how are you? Are read you? a bad situation, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, the default would be to do that exact thing. We'll roll 2d6, and uh, I'll get a 12. <laughs> I have advanced read a bad situation. So, uh, but it has to be a 12 plus, or can it be a 12 or above, or is it a, does it have to yep. be above a 12? A 12 plus. So above 12. It is 12 or above. Okay. All right. Where in the is that, In the way that a full is, success is a 10 plus. Where is Julia Welker? <laughs> The easy answer is just at the Welker's house. Okay. Um, is that too boring? I felt like that was sort of being set up because it's right next to the what the last um, uh, node, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys already know about that node. It's 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 the not la- like the last mystery node. The last right, uncorrupted right. node. One right. of the last. It's next to a node. Welker, I don't think you're going anywhere. But I understand the way you feel. You want to help your family out. It's the way I mm-hmm. felt about about Matlock when you walked him when you walked him out from his prison and took him to a new one. But I'm gonna help you out, Walker, because I know where Julie is, and. uh you know, I, I, I know that she's got to be close to the well because I can. I have a strong connection to it, and I can feel her presence there. That means that, that we still have time. They must have just gotten her. Um, you know, like Dark Blade and say, "I know I did you wrong. I did what I thought was best, but I know I still did you wrong." Um, but I hope you see this isn't about me anymore. They don't deserve this. He'll say, just put me, and he'll like, try to take a step, but like he can't. He'll say, just put me in the van. Like, I'll, I'll drive us there. Like, I just I just want to be there when it happens. 
well, I think we got to go there either way. Um, there's no sense leaving you here. Makes sense that I should take that. If we take you there, it makes sense that um, I should have what remains of Matlock. And I should give it a proper burial. So I need you to agree that I'm going to... You'll hand over that uh, the vessel. He'll nod and say, and addressing everyone on the team, he'll say, um, you three are the only people, you three and my family are the only people I have any loyalty left to. This company, this company is going to be burnt to the ground, and I hope that we're the ones who put the light to the fire. And he says, um, as for the vessel, I gave it to Anna Cross. That was the last time I saw it. I thought she was going to, um, I thought she could help us. But any like, gestures around, that didn't pan out. Well, they're using it to create life. They're creating more than just demons. So we need to get it back. We need to get you back. Uh, and we need to get over to the well. And uh, I think we need to get you in fighting shape, too. And uh, Darkblade will try to use magic. Big magic. Okay. Well, what do you, what do you want to do? I want to. I want to heal Welker. Okay. And uh, what's what's Darkblade's game plan, at least uh, fictionally? Is he going to like... How's that going to happen? Um, I think that if we get Welker close to the well, to that place, that Darkblade will be able to draw upon the power there. Um, he will be able to... Because it's life itself that comes from the well um, due to Matlock's connection to it and that he will try to draw that life into Welker and um, okay well that sounds like a thing that, his own blood as well that, for the that, sound, that sounds like a thing we can do when we get to the well then so let's okay. hold off on that since we're not there yeah 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 so, I was just trying to make it up as we went along so I think that makes the most sense to be at the well though so as an aside <clears throat> what if like Darkblade like took Welker to, like go rescue his family, and what if like Sundry and Ash went on the mission that to like secure the last node? Listen, this is so much bigger than all the stuff. Like, uh, we need to secure these sites. We need to find out where this is. Uh, I guess if you're going to go to that well, you need to make sure that no one from Lorecore goes there. They're trying to corrupt them all so they can open them as fast as possible. We cannot have that. The entire, your wife, Mr. Welker, the entire world's going to be irreversibly damaged if that happens. We need, that needs to be the priority. Do you understand that, Darkblade? Yes. Mr. Welker, absolutely. Your wife is important, but it's not, she's not going to have much to come back to unless we make sure that no one else corrupts this site. All right, Darkblade, you take me to my house, save my family, Ash and Sundry. Why don't you take this crystal and deal with the last node? Uh, 
well, I think we should stick together, Welker. I mean, you're, you're in no shape to deal with these uh, corporate ninjas any longer. You've done your part, and uh, it's time for us to take a, t take a turn taking care of you. Also, and Ashton, you have a vicious uh, abdominal wound that's bleeding unstably. Yeah, y'all two look like death warm over, you know. It's, uh, it's time to take stock of what we got and uh, be responsible here. Uh, so I, I think we should should all head to that well and uh, and your home, Welker. We'll do what needs to be done. We won't let any harm come to your family. Welker will like, look at you, but I feel like there's nothing he can really say that would convey how significant that is given their, their situation. Um, he'll just like nod. And I think uh, Ash is like, uh, you just see him noticeably like uh, annoyed at that. Like, oh my God, like rolling his eyes kind of. It's like, well, if we're doing that, we have to do it fast because we have to find this other node before they're corrupting it with, uh, you said you gave that canister to Anna Cross. Like that's exactly where they're going to go. So we need to figure this out as soon as possible then. And he starts just walking to the RAV4. And Walker would try and like stumble crawl after him. Uh, he'll like point to the crystal, which I believe is still in this room, right? And say, we need to take that. Okay, so as a heads up, you guys aren't in a room. You're like outside in kind of this, op you remember it was in the uh, large ape enclosure. Um, and uh, additionally, you realized you can't move this thing. Oh, okay. Like supernaturally or because it's too heavy? Supernaturally. Like it's like... Um, Sundry had tried to throw his harpoon at the thing, and it it's not moving. Well, that that thing's just going to corrupt any any place we take it. So uh, I reckon maybe uh, good riddance to this thing, and we just move on. Here would nod and say, "All right, let's go." It's uh, already too far gone. Doesn't matter S anymore. S Sundry will help Walker to to the car. Okay. And uh, along the way, he'll say, "Well, uh, way I heard it." Uh, I already died once at this well, so hopefully this time goes better. <laughs> yeah, and Walker will like have like a rattling laugh, and he'll say, um, "Yeah, we're racking up quite death count for four people." Austin, I know my legs are messed up, but would it be feasible for Walker to just sit and drive? Or I think so. I think the issue is it's like you're not able to walk on your own. I feel like you could probably drive um, if you got into a Fast and the Furious. Uh, uh, chase, maybe you'd have a hard time. Yeah. But um, at least just driving the car, you can do that. Nice. I love the idea of just like a one last ride and uh, he so. won't be able to leave the car anyway. So let's do that. You can leave. It's just you'd be crawling out kind of or have to grab crutches. Can he still pull the trigger on his grenade launcher? Mm hmm. Yeah. Can he angle it under his own chin before he does that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I assumed because no one explained it that he was pulling the trigger with his toes. Is that <laughs> not the case? Oh, okay. not anymore. Oh, that, and that, yeah, well, that was the case before, and now his legs are mostly fucked up. Yeah, so he so, doesn't know how to use his hands to use that weapon. When yeah. Sundry did his magic doohickey, uh, he he sort of come to the conclusion that um, you know, however we're going to stop this, it's going to require some some big sacrifice beyond. Uh, beyond just like even one life um mm. and he's yeah kind of tempted to share that but I, I i don't know if now's a good time that that one's up to you yeah you learned that stopping this will require a sacrifice and it will be far bigger than you just being like i'm willing to die for this like that's not enough got it 
All right, I'll just mull that for a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, you guys know where Welker's house is. Welker certainly does. You hop in the van and you head on out. Um, or hop in the RAV4, I'm sorry. And wait, is Welker driving or is it's Ash's car? Is Ash driving? Oh, I thought it was the van. I forgot we came in different cars. Um, no, you you came in the Rav Four because uh, the the Welker mobile got fucked up in uh, in the forest. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you guys want to take one of the various Lorecore, probably like dope ass uh, GI Joe SUVs, you can. They yeah. uh, they got any trucks? Um, there's maybe maybe that's a scene as uh, you guys go there and there's like these cool like like really these really cool like Humvee style like. Uh, SUVs. Uh, I guess a Humvee's more than an SUV. It's more than an SUV. Um, yeah. Although a Rav Four is a hell of a vehicle. Um, <laughs> so you've got these like dope uh, Blackwater style Humvees, and you look. You guys get there, and there's like, um, you realize these are closer than the Rav Four, and you're looking at these things, and then Sundry looks over, and there's clearly like somebody's old truck that they pulled in to work <laughs> to come to the fucking fair. And Sundry's like, I don't know. We can get, we can grab this yeah, thing. We, <laughs> a gas mileage, no good, but uh, she's a beauty. And are all of you going in the same vehicle? I think we should. Yeah. Okay. So then we we cut to you guys on the road, and of course, which vehicle are you in? <laughs> Welker's crippled body, just in the the, the bed <laughs> of the, the truck. <laughs> It's a possibility if you guys think and, that's okay. And, and like the the horn is going, and it's we're just doing Blair, that. Blair and Dixie, <laughs> we're we're doing that. He at least has like a access to the outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two of you guys are in the cab of the truck driving. This is like a small, like a um, Alex. What was your old truck? Was it a Ford Ranger? Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like an old like. There's only two people in the cab of this truck, and then the other two folks are in the um, in the bed, and one of them is Wait, welcome. Why, kind why of like, it's my truck in this game? Did you date my car? Is it an active? <laughs> did you date my car? Are you my yeah. dad? My, are you my car's dad? Do you have some kind of um, romantic history with it? That's my yeah. question. Yeah. The um, what did you do in that car? In that truck? I just, I just, I put down a bunch of pictures of me in the in the truck. Yeah, we see, um, uh, maybe Ash and Sundry in the cab of the car. And then Welker and Darkblade to kind of uh, maybe further this, like having to come to terms with one another in the back of the thing, in the bed. Yeah, I like that. And um, yeah, you guys are just, you guys are heading back into town. We just see the, we see shots of um, Ash and Sundry, like in the cab and the the fairgrounds in the background, like that dark red, like kind of glow in the background. And then as you guys go away, we see a shot of you driving away. And then the next shots that we see, it's not a full moon anymore. Hmm. It was previously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Are there stars out? Um, you guys can probably have figured this out. Uh, at these various activated nodes, it is a full moon. Ooh. It's probably related to that dark matter. I've been hearing about it on the news. Shane Meridu. He's a hell of a hell of a newsman. Hell of a newsman. Hell of a guy. Phenomenal lover. <laughs> he's like the Dan Rather of Palmetto City Beach. He's like he's like the Dan Rather, but the Najinsky of Conalingus. <laughs> so like while they're in the while they're speeding towards the Walker residence, 
Walker would be like back there with Darkblade one more time, Darkblade. Um, I know I did you wrong. Uh, and uh, you don't have to forgive me for that. But when this is all over, uh, I hope you recognize that the world's going to need people like you. No, it's going to need you. Um, you know things. You can do things. And when this is all gone, um, I hope you at least entertain the idea that you can bring more good to the world than even Matlock ever could. Welker, I think that I've just had to accept that it's the, uh, this is the dusk for, well, for Matlock and for my kind as well. I don't think that our time is long here. And I think that what we're involved in tonight is a mass extinction event for better, for worse of all the magic that's left around here. I uh, pr- appreciate you saying those, finding it within yourself to acknowledge what you did. Um, you know, I, I just, just the beauty of, of, um, of unreality that it's just so hard for me to say goodbye to it. Walker would nod and say, I think I understand. I've had you, I've had you spending so much time hunting down and removing, uh, the supernatural and the wondrous from this world. And then I removed the one supernatural thing that was beautiful. And I, I forced that on you. And I am sorry. Well, I don't think it's, well, obviously there's more that's so beautiful in this world, Walker, and your family's a reminder of that. And, um, you know, I know I can be impulsive and I don't always make the right decision in the heat of the moment, but, um, tonight I want to make sure that we can protect what's beautiful to you. Walker would nod and say, <clears throat> if something happens to me, he like looked down at himself. It's just like, when something happens to me, I trust you to keep looking after them. You got it, bud. You guys are driving. You're like on actual like main roads. You're not on like the road that just comes out of the fair. You hop onto like main county roads and then you're back in the city and you're kind of driving. And as you guys are driving, you see those lights. You're being pulled over. Who's driving the Who's driving the truck? I assume Sundry. Sundry or yeah, Sundry's driving. Do you pull over for this? Hmm. I mean, it would depend. I'd need a little more context. I guess I'd be trying to read a bad situation here. That sounds great. Go for it. I got an eleven. An eleven. All right. So yeah, you get to ask two of those questions. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You are on like high alert as you're driving, and um, yeah, this cop car came out of nowhere and I don't mean came out of nowhere like like they just pulled down a street randomly like you were like that wasn't there before when the lights turned on that was the first time it started to exist hmm. and um, this hadn't existed before so you've noticed these cops as a possible danger but the thing that you realize is that like there's no way these are these no way there's no way these are real 
Like Got these it. are sh the shadow versions that you guys have been discussing. Um, what's my best way out? Is it Harpoon. slamming on the brakes and harpooning the tire of one of these cars? <laughs> um, so far, yeah, here's the interesting thing. So far as you know, even if these are shadow cops, they'll be able to do the same things that these cops would have been able to do otherwise. So just running away um, will result like in the same exact stuff as if you just tried to run away otherwise. So like really getting away in the long run, like you're going to have to do something extreme here um, to get away. Hmm. Um, so... So I can't just lose them. So, I mean, hey, um, yes. So these guys, these guys probably believe they're cops too. Even if they are, even if they were created, even if these aren't real. Well, what is real, right? But even if they're not even if they are from this source of magic, they believe that they're cops. And if they see that we have wounded people with us, I think they would let us go. Are, is, is Darkblade like hitting on the window that separates the cab from the bed and having this conversation with Sundry? Yeah. Okay. Um, but on, and also add though, but I mean, we can't dally long. Walker's. Yeah. Walker's maybe about the, Walker's maybe, about to bite the dust. Yeah, I think uh, Sundry just maybe has a hard time uh, like hearing all that. And he'll be like, alright, look, uh, these cops aren't, ain't real, uh, so let's make short work of them. And uh, like he reaches for his harpoon, and he's gonna he's gonna s s slow down and pull over for the for this. And he'll say, I'll take out uh, the first one to come by. Okay. It's like, right. uh, Herbert, you got the other? Let's... I mean, if they, why else would they, be... are we speeding? Like, why are they trying to stop us? Because uh, uh, yeah. uh, we're a threat to them. Why are all these other shadow creatures trying to kill us? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll slow down. And he'll start preparing his dramatic speech. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I think as you guys kind of pull over, to, or like slow down to pull over you kind of come to a stop and there's like a long pause and I think this is my second qu answer to your question Lee your second question was um, what's my best way out of here yeah um, I think given that you guys like slowly pull over and do this thing you come to the realization that especially with uh, Darkblade in like the bed of the pickup truck these seem to be people who know something about you. Uh, this cop is like waiting for backup. And so you realize like, we're going to have to get the fuck out of here. These folks have your number. Um, you're not going to be able to like, just chat with them and kind of like uh, do your regular thing. Well, the plan was to kill them, but I guess they'll just, they've got backup on the way. So we'll just run. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, but that's, that's what I think the deal is like, you kind of pause there and you realize they're kind of not getting out of the car, maybe even over the radio. They're like, stay where you are, keep your hands where we could see them. And they, there's just like a long 
pregnant moment that you realize they're not getting out of this car and coming to the door and doing the, you know how fast you were going, sir? Like, that's not what's going on here. Well. I guess he'll just punch the gas and start start moving toward Walker's place. Okay. So, um, go ahead and either Darkblade or Sundry make act under pressure move as um, as you guys like kind of fly away I think this person does try to open the door and does just open fire at you guys all right um, so oh, either sundry or dark Blade, figure out who's doing it so then the other person can maybe help if or somebody else can help if need be I got a so, nine okay so I guess sundry's doing it <laughs> I mean he's driving it makes the most sense I mean it could be that it's just coming a dark blade and they like duck but yeah uh, you got a nine. Okay. Well then, so Darkblade, um, you could help and push that to a ten. Yeah, uh, Darkblade's gonna shoot out the back window. And well, you're help. you're in the you're in the bed of a pickup truck. Oh, oh. alternatively, Walker could help by us being like, "It's go time." Take out the grenade launchers, try and blast the whole car. Sure. <laughs> awesome. Okay, we're yeah. past the subtlety time at this point. Um, yeah. I got. I got a seven. My roll for two d six. You got a seven. Okay, that kicks it. Sundry's up to a ten. So, um, I so what I set out to do. So Sundry like s- slams on the gas. You guys peel out of um, of like where you had pulled over, and um, this guy gets out of the car, and you see that the uh, the cop that gets out of the car looks like a young Lance Henriksen, and Darkblade recognizes like, oh, that's the cop that punched me in the face, and that we had uh, run into in the bathroom at the museum. And this guy just kind of like levels his gun and he starts firing at you guys. And um, what does Darkblade do to make sure that you guys aren't, especially in the back of the truck, just like shot? Darkblade will shoot his shot. So Darkblade shoots back at this person and like the guy has to kind of like duck down and gives you a moment to escape. Well, well, if if um, if uh, Welker's going to help, too, he'll like he'll assist Welker in like firing. Firing off that grenade launcher. Sure. Okay. So Darkblade grabs, uh, helps Welker like pull this grenade launcher out that he has behind him. And you guys fire this thing. And this guy's like, holy crap. And he has to kind of like, like duck and cover as this grenade explodes nearby the car and uh, kind of stops him from shooting at you guys. Cool. Yeah. And you see just like fire as you guys are pulling away. We see you guys kind of like continue heading that way and uh, we see a young Lance Henriksen kind of get back to the car and kind of hop on the radio and just say like, like license plate number, blah, 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 four adult, four adult males. And he just starts to describe you. And then we cut back to you guys, um, like pulling into Welker's neighborhood, like some, uh, sometime later. Sundry is, uh, uh, finishing a conversation to Ash where he's like, see, it's a good thing we took the Ford Ranger. We're in the Hummer. We'd never gotten away. Well, the RAV4 has many really good benefits. And he goes on for 15 minutes until the commercial break. He's like, I can see the RAV4 has has a lot of good benefits and is a pretty good level car. A lot better than I originally thought, but uh, kid, you gotta buy American. 
I love the idea of the shot of this is like wide enough that it captures like the cab, but also the the bed mm-hmm. and the front. They're talking about like yeah, it's a Wes stuff. Anderson shot. Yeah, you and the back where Walker on. is like wringing his hands to keep by his wife being like killed or something. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so you guys arrive at the. Um... You should be back there doing like uh, Kill Bill, like move big toe. <laughs> It's true, actually. Yeah, maybe he'd be sort of like messing around with his legs, trying to see if there's any way he can get them into like a more serviceable shape. Although I don't expect that will actually work, but he's just like trying to see what he can do to get combat ready. Is there is there a thing you could try to do here? I used to have the move medic. When I took monstrous, I lost it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I do. Okay. Alright, if that's your only idea, then yeah, if you, if you don't have that. I mean, short of like, I don't know, like tying something long and hard to them, this splints. Um, but I don't really know how that works. Well, do you have like magic you could do? Since you're undead already, could you use magic to be like, my body should be perfectly preserved? I have a no, move for that, and I've been using it. It happens whenever I take damage, so like. I'm working mm. on that. Um, but as sense. far as the magic stuff goes, I think that thematically it'd be cool if we wait to get to the well that if Darkway wants to try on something like big magic. Also a good point, yeah. Outside Woker's house, you can definitely see that there are, at least like in the driveway, kind of like... Um, uh, like kind of parked diagonally behind Julia's car um, is like a big black SUV and there's maybe two others kind of on the street and uh, the street is fairly silent every now and again there's a car that goes by but it's, it's very very quiet um, the other thing is when you guys get back here it is again a full moon and you guys n- realize like oh it's because of the activated node of the the well. Mm. Does that mean it's already corrupted or just that it's activated? Just that it's activated. I kind of like the idea of um, this being a show that everyone but Welker has to like take. Like I if I like the idea that if he's stuck to the truck like he's like stuck having to depend on his team to like do something that's like vitally personally important to him that he can't like fix. But you're the man with the plan generally. Like, when we had missions, you were telling us what to do. Yeah, totally. Which is why I think it'd be kind of cool if at the end it's the opposite. Uh, and I don't think that his home would have been something he'd have been at all been like, I'm booby-trapping my home. Like, the work was always supposed to be like this like separate, untouchable thing. All right. So maybe the way we save your family is by wrecking up your home. Yeah, yeah totally. I'll shoot any unarmed women. <laughs> That is fully two uh, of three hostages. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, how about maybe I turn off about, the, the lights before before we get close, and we try to get like a quick look at it, just from like you know uh, the street. Sure. So you try to kind of like read the deal with this uh, as you're kind of driving by, kind of survey the situation. Yeah. Reading perhaps a bad situation, if you will. If you will. Yeah. Sounds about right. Is that Sundry doing that, or is Sundry being the driver and somebody else is doing that? I'm happy to help someone else do it if someone is better at it. 
Darkblade, you want to keep an eye out, and I'll uh, I'll drive you by. All right. Darkblade will look out the window with his <laughs> cat eyes. You don't know how trucks work, dude. You got you don't have a window. <laughs> yeah, you are in that you are in the bed of the truck. Um. <laughs> He sticks Please his head back out. through the small <laughs> window. Yeah. You guys got yeah. a window in here that I could use to look out of the window? Yeah. Um, yeah, but so... Okay, Darkblade, go for it. Um, it's a read a bad situation. It's a plus sharp move. All right. He looks really carefully, and he gets... Uh, he, has a, he gets a nine out of that. Can I boost that up by driving real stealthily? Sure. Let's see if you can. Yeah, the engine on that on that on the eight. quiet Just purrs. Yeah. All right. Well, with an eight, that kicks Darkblade up to a ten. Darkblade, you get to ask two questions. Okay. Get this one advanced. What's the best way to protect the victims? What's the nice. best? Maybe way let to me protect- start with. Maybe let's start with. Um, are there? Oh, okay. Yeah, just because it, I think it'd be easier for us to answer in the opposite order. Of um, first, let's start with uh, what's the biggest threat, and then what's the best way to protect the victims. Okay. What's the biggest threat? Um, well, the biggest threat is that they are. Oh, I'm gonna throw you for a loop. The biggest threat is this is an entire distraction. There are much bigger fish to fry. Um, the people who the whoever set this up wanted you to come here to slow you guys down. You need to be somewhere else. Instead, you're here. Oh shit! Okay. So oh, the big fuck. the biggest threat is um, game wise. Like, can you describe that maybe a little bit more? Like, maybe sure. he sees that like there's the the B team there or something like that. Like, what is it um, that, that? Oh like, yeah, yeah. So them- you you. Yeah, you you look around and you remember all those guys who were like these like super uh, super commandos that worked with Bishop, and um, you see a few of them through the through the windows, and you realize like I don't think these are those guys, and then you realize this node right next to this place is already activated. This is old news. Okay. And these cars are just like essentially like big. Uh, uh, just big Yukons or whatever it is, like uh, just big black SUVs. They're not, they're not like the kind of like armored Humvees that you had seen in the other the other place. Instead, these are. This seems like it's not the best. This seems like it's something meant more to distract than to. Uh, than to be something, and while and while as serious as it is that Welker's family is in danger, um, you realize, uh oh, there's another place that's far more important. Shit is going down. All right, um, guys, all right, guys. And he'll whisper through the hole. He's like, I can't hear you over the truck, guys. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, bad news, guys. Um, this isn't even. This isn't even the showdown. They're, they, this is, they went light here. Um, Whoa, is this the isn't even where we're supposed to be. Yeah, but if they're, this is all intended. This is all, 
This isn't even an ambush. They're just trying to keep us distracted and keep us away from where we need to be. That's the uh, the sixth site, probably. Oh wherever this canister is. I I don't I can't say I can't suggest that we leave this be. How about you guys leave me and Walker here, and you guys go on to the sixth site. Walker and I will get. Um, we'll take care of. We'll take care of this. We'll take one of these trucks, and we'll we'll meet you guys there. But we're. Um, we're we're exactly where they want us right now, which, big picture wise, isn't good. Okay, but Welker, we're still gonna, we just got to split up. I mean, that's the only way we can save your family right now without blowing everything. I mean, if it's just a B team, like you said, let's make short work of them and get this done. All right. Well, it better be short. I- Walker will say, uh, I I understand what the priorities are, but he's like looking longingly over at the house that he's like right next to now. He's like, I, I can't, we we can't leave them here. And he like uh, pleadingly at the rest of you. It's like, we've come this far. The Sundry just get out of the car and be like, all right, uh, time to put up or shut up. Let's go, guys. Um, but he'll look back and Welker and say, uh, no no time for uh, family mumbo jumbo once, once this is over. We've got, still got a job to do. Walker will nod vigorously and he'll like try and like join him. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be able to or not. He'll have you'll be underneath uh, Darkblade's arm. Okay, and Darkblade's he'll, he'll remind you guys we still have to stop by the well because uh, you know other we need to get um, Ash and and especially Welker back on their feet. All right. We. <clears throat> all right. Okay. He says Walker will say. Um, all right, look, how about this? Um, I'll go to the front door. I'll turn myself in. You guys handle the heavy lifting. There's no need for that. These guys are pushovers. I'll just go in there and wreck them. Walker will like consider. He says, uh, just, just don't, I just don't want to see my family hurt. You got it. Okay, now, Alex, I'm going to throw mm-hmm. out that you never asked your second question. Um, yeah, you're right. I didn't ask what's the best way to protect the victims. Um, but given what we know, my next question would just be, um, sorry, do you know that there are victims in there? Because otherwise this truly is a waste of time. You're right. Yeah. So what's the best way to protect the victims? So, um, I think, I think they are here, um, because that's what we just discussed. So, um, I think they are here and the best way to protect these victims is you're going to have to get them out of this place and keep an eye on them. Oh shit. All right. Um, oh God. I'm going to throw one more wrinkle at you. All right. You're going to have to get them, get them out of this place and have to make sure it's the real them. Yeah, no, I gotcha. Um, oh, guys, um, I just want to point out something. There's no guarantee that these are actually Welker's family. All right. There's no guarantee. You, you want to roll that? We don't know that until we get in there. We don't know that until we get in there. And just so you guys know, we got, we have to make sure before we bring them along with us, um, so I really, I say we all we all need to storm this place, 
murder these murder <laughs> these guys, bring his family to the well, and then we need to. I think I could quickly. I could. I, I might be able to figure out pretty quickly if they're really Wilker's family. Okay. Walker will say, "All right, I trust you, Doctor Blade. I I believe you. Let's do it." And Take I it. think, yeah, Asha also looks like conspiratorially at everybody and just like, well, Dark Blade, if your method doesn't work, I have I have means to figure it out too. Alright. Alright guys. Let's 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 make let's we gotta be quick. So I've come up with a way that um that I'm gonna work this and I'm cool. gonna I'm gonna run it by you guys if you think this is cool. So there's three major objectives within this because um, you're trying to save Welker's family. You have to enter the place. So that's objective number one. Like mm -hmm. enter the house. Objective number two is to um, like secure his kids, and then objective number three is secure Julia, his wife. Cool. So what we're just going to do is you're going to have people separately make these roles, and you guys could be doing them together. But the person who makes the role will kind of take the lead on going through that. I love that. And then if they if there are misses, we can figure out what happens. But you can, depending on how you want to do this, use almost whatever stat that you want. Mm -hmm. But the consequences will be connected to that stat. So if it's something, sh if you're trying to do this via sharp, it'll be something that you the bad thing will be something that you've missed that mm. happens. That's an issue. If it's something weird, it'll be something magical. If it's something tough, it'll be something like directly violent that you have to deal with. Um, if it's something cool, it'll maybe be like an additional threat um, that appears, that kind of thing. I love that. So if you guys, if, if that sounds okay, I have some that are. So if I might make a suggestion, um, I think it'd be cool if the final role was Sundry like rolling to save Walker's wife. Uh, and then I think that the other two could be like any, any of the three of us. Like Walker could even be so sidelined that like he doesn't make one of these roles mm -hmm. or like he could do the saving the kids role or something like that. Yeah. So since there are three objectives, it would kind of makes sense if as the other three folks Welker isn't the one doing this cool but if other things happen then there will inherently be more roles yeah all right then let's go for that let's say like um yeah you three each of you making a role to, to do this thing and if you guys are the ones who are running into the house it kind of makes sense so who do you think is most responsible for especially if Welker is staying in the truck you guys entering Welker's house. And how do you think that you're going about doing that? Can you say all three objectives before we polish them up? Just so enter the house. They're, they're super, they're super broad. Enter the house, save his kids, save his wife. Yeah, I guess I'll try to save the wife. Can you be trusted? <laughs> so I feel like it might make the most sense if uh, maybe Darkblade did the rule to save the kids because uh, mm -hmm. he's interacted with them. And That's then uh, Ash as sort of like 
most martial character is like responsible for like busting down the door and like getting the ass kicking party started. Yeah, uh, that's that's true. Um, I was gonna say because I have that move that um, lets me be more trust trustworthy with with nor- normal people, which who knows if they're normal, they might be doppelgangers. I was gonna say I could do the the wife or kids, but I do have a big sword, so I'm fine with uh, either of those. Okay. Well, so then if Ash is the one um, who's going to make the role for entering the house, how is it that you're making that role? Like, like, how are you trying to enter this place? And you're just kind of taking point on this. Other people might even be entering through other locations of the house, but you're the one who we're seeing your success or failure on this determines some things. I feel like he has a sword. So if uh, Mr. Wilker is giving him the opportunity to do that, he's just going to fucking bust down this house with a sword. Okay, go for it. I assume that's some kind of tough roll. I don't know if that's role, yeah. a, a basic move per se, but no, it's it's a it's a special move in this case. Well, a nine plus uh, yeah, eleven total. Yeah. All right, pretty good. All right, so tell me how this goes. Uh, there are Lore Corporation security officers. Um, they're not like the best of the best, but they're better than like rent a cop with a gun security officers. Um, what does this look like as Ash breaks into this kind of two-story suburban house? Um, and again, you're leading the rest of the crew. It's not just you on your own. So other people can be going in through other entrances or that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. I could kind of um, kind of fold in my, my trust me move here then. Maybe he like kicks in the Maybe not the front door, but maybe like a back door or something. It's like literally kicks it in, you know, and maybe there's uh, some guards out there and he has, he just like brings out his sword or something like unsheaths it. The ancient Durandal sword, the runes on it start glowing. And then uh, he says, uh, holding the sword in front of these I don't know, like four or five different guards. Do you want to leave with your lives or not? And maybe that like folding in the trust me move, like I said, they're just like, maybe not I'm just kind of like get out and he's like this is your only chance to leave he lets him go out the back door and that's how we kind of breach the uh, the house does that make sense yeah so instead of fighting these guys you just kind of have this crazy show of magical force and threaten them and they flee yeah more of like an intimidation kind of thing sure that works all right so you guys at this point have like entered this house and the house is kind of eerily silent um, and the next thing is you have to find, um, these hostages. So you're going to have to search within this house for these, for these hostages. And you know, the four, the, the four or five guards that split were not the only guards. You guys know that there are more in here for sure. So who's, who's, uh, I think we said Darkblade is the person who's going to make the next role. You guys are looking for these hostages. You're going to find, um, you're going to find the kids, depending on how you roll. But Darkblade, how is it that you go about looking for these hostages? He's got cat eyes, you see. Um, but they're just contact lenses. Uh-huh. And, he, looks, um, he looks dope as shit. They are fucking cool. They're also a prescription. Yeah. So they, they do actually help him see better. 
He's like, officer, I need these to drive. I understand you think they're disrespectful, but I need them to drive. I don't have my glasses. That's right. And um, so he's... Darkblade has, uh, is going... He's just going to go to like the, the bedrooms where the kids live. He knows probably like just kind of intuitively where the kids' bedrooms are. Okay, so Darkblade's just going to go to where he thinks... He can find bathrooms in, like, any outback, you know? Like, he doesn't have to go to that outback before. He can find the bathroom there. That's just kind of the guy that Darkblade is. That's how he knows where the children's bedrooms are. Okay, so is this a sharp roll? I think it's also fair to surmise that Wilka could have at least filled them in on some of the aspects of the layout of the house before they got there. That's very reasonable, Carl. That is a very reasonable thing. So yeah, so Darkblade uh, is like based on what Welker Darkblade's said. Darkblade's gonna do and, the opposite of Welker said. What Welker okay. says, and take He's plus like, one. Welker told forward. me that this is where the bathrooms that's are, fair. but I know that's not true. Oh yeah, that is technically one of your moves. That will it be is. beneficial to you. Yeah. So I'm actually, if Welker told me where to find the kids, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's not where they are. And uh, he's gonna go to like, he's gonna go to like the basement. Yeah, look at that. Okay, sure. Um, All right, well, do we think that this is then a sharp move since you're looking around for stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Go ahead and make a sharp roll for me. Did very good. I got a um, 14. That is very good. All right, so... Yeah, tell me how this goes as you, um, you discover these kids. What does that look like? Are they in... A basement that we discover that Welker's house has. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're definitely not in the. They were never in their bedroom. All right, let's get that straight. That'd be ironic. That'd be that'd be the, be exactly where they would expect you to look. All right. And uh, he goes in the basement, and he opens the door, and he hears like a gasp, and he goes down the steps as quietly as he can to find the children there. They've been taken, but sure. they're in the basement and they're tied up and they have their mouths duct taped. Yeah. You see, so you see Tara Welker and Kyle Welker kind of like looking up and they're kind of tied up. Um, okay. In this kind of corner and they're like looking at you and they're scared. And then when they see that it's you, they're kind of like, like looking at you frantically. It's okay. It's me. Darkblade. Do you like let them go just now or do you just kind of like, do we see you just kind of shush them like, oh right, you're set and then we hop away? Yeah, let's hop away. Okay, cool. So then finally, uh, Sundry, um, you are also searching this place and your goal here is at this point to find Julia. So the final, the final role within this. I guess just walking around the house, like can he see where she is? Um, so I guess that's also probably a sharp roll as well as you're just like, I'm just slowly searching for this. Well, no, I, I want to do based on the system you mentioned earlier, I want to do a tough roll. Okay. Like what he was planning on doing is like busting through a window by just like harpooning a guy. That's a possibility. Let's give it a shot. Okay. I rolled a total of a nine. A nine. 
Is there any way Walker could like help him from the front? So is there any way that Walker can help him from the front of the house as he's in the bed of the pickup truck? What do you, what do you think? So Thunder, Maybe. your game plan is somebody's one of these guards, these lower corporation security guys is walking by a window and you throw this harpoon up at the guy. Oh, I was thinking that they were on the first floor, but if they're on the second floor, like he was trying to like break in basically. And his opening move was going to do be just eviscerate one of these guys. I mean, you can do that, although the entry point, Ash had already done that exact thing. I like, like gained you access to the building. Well, why don't we like just cut to the interesting part, which is like, you know, Sundry trying to um, uh, you know, help the wife. So like, I guess he's come in behind Ash. Um, maybe he's gone up the stairs and is just going to wherever Welker told him they'd probably be keeping the wife which is where, Walker? Um, master bedroom, of course. And maybe the way that you help Sundry, and you don't have to help at all, but uh, maybe the way you help is like, and I, I shared with you one secret about the house. Right, so like maybe the secret was, um, maybe like there's like a, a walk-in <laughs> closet in the bedroom, but like there's also like a door in that you can actually access it from another room in the house that like is really hard to see. It's so like yeah. you can like enter from like an unsuspected place. Oh yeah, like a walk-through closet. Yeah, it looks like a walk-in closet, room. but like Welker knows that like you have to look carefully because we never use it. But like it's actually a walk-through closet. Oh, that's pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. So, so that Walker. would be his plan to bust in through there and then just kill who the, the two who's ever is in there who's not uh, the wife. Sounds good, Carl. Can you make a cool roll for me? You misdescribe it, and I just go out on the roof. I yeah. misdescribe it. He goes out in the roof. I got snake eyes. Snake eyes. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm also in the basement. <laughs> yeah. How many basements does this house have? Yeah. Like, Dark Blade's down there, and the kids are down there, and so is the wife. And you're like, wait a minute. And there's like three copies of her upstairs. You're just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Sundry, I think, is walking through this kind of like, um, this closet uh that's a walk it seems like a walk-in closet and welker had told him like um there are these oh it connects to tara's room and you guys had stored various things against this door you you put a um you put like a little bookcase against the door um to, to give her her privacy as she's like a she's she's becoming a young adult and like you're like okay you can have you have your own room it's not just a attachment to mom and dad's room and um sundry knows he can just push this aside and go through this big walk-in closet and get into the master bedroom sundry slowly pulls this closet door open he's dead silent and as he walks into this, as he walks into this room, all the lights are off. The full moon is like blaring light through this wind, like a beam of light through this window. And as we see kind of him step into this beam of light in this dark room, another shadowy figure steps in and it's, it's uh, somebody holding Julia Welker. And yeah, Sundry can recognize that face. And you just hear, um, he just turns and says, doesn't turn to say to you, but he says to you one more step and Welker's wife will, have what happened to her, what he did to yours. How how good of a shot do I have? And also mechanically with the roll that I've already rolled, 
am I just going to get lit up after this, or is there a good chance that she's going to get hurt? Um, so the role that you got was you were able to get into here and find her, but that there was an extra complication. Oh, so now I can roll again? Sh yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's so... what I want. Like, Sundry's going to try to kill him, and he'll just smile and say, um, I was hoping I'd get to kill you today. Sundry just dark blades this situation and flings this thing at him right away? Yeah. This harpoon at him? Go for it. Got a nine again. You got a nine. Ooh, doggy. Okay. <laughs> Is, uh, sh should I even ask if there's any yeah. help rolls to be made here? I, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You could pray. You could pray to sweet, sweet uh, salt Jesus. Yeah. So what if, like, Walker has, like, uh, against anyone's expectation, like, crawled out of the truck and he's, like, at the window outside? Or you, like, distract him or something? Or you trained your wife for just this encounter. Oh, yeah. We'll have a series of flashbacks where I've, like, been teaching her, like, jujitsu and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she, she John Wicks out of this situation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. You tell me. What do you think? I don't think it's, it's not the most insane thing. But um... what if there are alligators in this? Yeah. Position? <laughs> so, Nobody checked for alligators. We didn't have I, a roll. Nobody made a roll for alligators. Um, They're just really slow. I mean, you know, Ashton and Darkblade are still in the house as well. If there's anything that they could do. Here's the thing. I, I haven't failed the roll. So, like, we can just see what happens. I mean, yeah, but it, as a kick some ass roll, is it a kick some ass roll or is it a... I rolled a kick some ass. Well, we didn't, we didn't say, we never said what it was. So, is it, a, is it a kick some ass roll, in which case he's doing damage in turn to you, but the, but he's using Julia Welker as a shield. So, is it that or is it a... Um, what is the term? Act under pressure move. No, I guess it would be some kind of tough role for you to attack this guy. It can be protect someone. Yeah, it could be a protect someone move. So I'll have suffer. I protect them, but I suffer all of the harm. Okay. Sure, that works. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah that, that actually works really sense, well. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so what your goal is is not so much to hurt him, but as so but more to save her. Yeah, to get her away from him. Awesome. So um so you're gonna get hurt. Ooh, um, can I can I say well here's what I'd like to happen. Maybe like I throw the harpoon to distract him. That gives her a moment to get away, and then I just like jump with him out of the window. <laughs> you wanna do another bishop and another person fall out of the window thing? Yeah, except this time I'm I'm the one probably taking the brunt of it. Okay, yeah, let's do that then. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'll be waiting down there with the grenade launcher, just light you both up. <laughs> <laughs> We're both shadow yeah. people anyway. So <laughs> I think I think with a combination of the fall and um, Bishop trying to like he had been trying to shoot. Uh, Possibly Julia Welker, but you protected her from this. Um, so I think this will likely be four damage coming at you. Okay. 
I soaked two of that. I think Bishop kind of like scrabbles to his feet. He still has this gun. And um, yeah, this is him now in front. Now he is, I think, just conveniently near where Welker is. So I think Welker can see this. You guys, in fact, landed on the... No, you wouldn't land on the roof of the truck. You landed on the the the, the, the hood of Julia's, of the hood of Julia's car from the wind. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. so you fell from um, the second story window and landed on. They landed on her car, and Bishop kind of like Bishop lands on sundry. Sundry yeah. lands on the car, and the car is just like demolished. Yeah, like there's this massive dent in the the hood of the car where you're like, I don't think that car. I don't know if that car is gonna work. And um, Bishop, like a passerby walks by and it's like, "Well, if that was a rat four, that wouldn't have happened." <sighs> yeah, yeah. He's like he's like, "Come, come now, princess!" And it's tiny little Chow Chow is like, "Hmm," and they walk by. The big truck uh, rolls by and it's like, "That that car ain't four tough." Yeah, exactly. And he's like, "Now you guys ready to go?" And he's like, "Yes, princess and I are ready to go." And they get in the that larger truck with that other guy. And then you just hear the sounds of like vicious fucking as they go through. And it's like Rav Four and Ford Ranger, the cars of very, very, very powerful bottoms. Well, with some creative editing, I'm still about seventy percent sure we can get a Toyota sponsor. So don't worry. Huh? I'm positive. It was a toy. It was a toy poodle. Um, but yeah. So. Anyhow. So yeah, those guys do that. Welker, you're out there. Um, these guys have fallen down onto this truck. Bishop scrap, like kind of scrambles up. He's got this. Um, yeah, that similar, like, uh, like assault rifle kind of thing that he had before. And he levies it. Uh, he levies it, this thing at sundry. So I think the most straightforward thing here is part of Bishop. Uh, sorry, part of Welker's kit since the beginning of the game is that he has a hunting rifle. I don't think he's ever actually shot the thing, but assuming he could have like put that in this truck before they left, I think it'd be reasonable that he had this thing like trained on the house just in case like he had a shot to help out. And now would be a good time to try and put one between Bishop's eyes. Sure. Finally, not use that uh, uh, grenade launcher that just destroys everything. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. Um, and that is a kicks master roll. Unless you're trying to defend Sundry. So, oh yeah, that that make more sense. So like, okay. shoot him in some fashion that would let Sundry like do his thing. Uh, so okay. Is that what stat is that? Do you know, it's so oh. tough. Okay. But it's just yeah. a di- it's just yeah. a different yeah. set of uh, outcomes. Yeah, we're just gonna keep paying Bishop's damage forward. Uh, one of you guys is going to have to soak the thing he intends to do to me after this. Um, I got an eight. You got an eight. Okay. So in that case, you get to do what? One of those things? Or you just take the damage instead? Let's yeah, protect see. someone when you prevent on any success. You protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the damage. Yep, pay it forward. Yeah. yeah, so I think that what happens is... Um, Oh, I think what happens is you fire this thing at him, but uh, he's kind of like stumbling in a way that like wasn't quite what made sense to you. And so you end up missing. And when he turns, he blasts this gun at you and you end up taking this three damage. Oh, no. Uh, okay, one second. Um... This could actually end up helping you, given your also, weird, uh, well, your weird uh, move. Was he healed yet? <laughs> no, but he has a oh. move that he can possibly do 
better. Mm, with three damage, the best I could do is break even. That's a brutal at 10 plus. You should just uh, so, spend a life point on it. I think he only has one left. I just rolled a 10. Rolled a 10. So I right. essentially soak everything. It's just like zero cool. damage. Awesome. What does that look like? Oh, uh, what's what kind of guns are you using? Like a, an assault rifle, you said? Yeah, some like big, crazy assault rifle. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he like he like turns and he shoots at me uh, like to defend himself and the bullets like, rip into my, my arm and shoulder and like Walker's body recoils in the way that like anything would if it was like shot but like he himself is just like doesn't move at all and he like still keeps his gun trained on him and he like doesn't seem to react so he kind of like shoots at Welker and he thinks like I got him and he like blasts into Welker and then when Welker is still there I think Bishop just says like like oh, you fucking freak and then how do you guys manage to end this situation oh uh, we get Bishop and then we spend years reforming him and then he becomes a good guy yeah he's like thank you for thanks for teaching me how to read guys I really appreciate it sorry for killing your wife and trying to kill your other wife he's like I didn't kill your wife by the way that was Welker I thought we made that clear but anyway um Bishop actually upgrades to Rook and he goes on to become a successful vampire in uh, the game Julia Welker we see her um pick up uh like like go to the other room um next door go to Tara's room nearby where um one of these guards that like Sundry had like like knocked out she picks up this gun and she's looking down at what's going on from this window and as she sees this person blast into uh chase welker and she can barely see him she barely recognizes him in the dark but she hears his like voice kind of like moan and we see these like shots fire into into bishop and they just happen to like kind of like pierce through these areas where the armor isn't and um, it kind of like like pierces through like in part of his neck and he kind of slides around and he looks back up at her and he like looks up at uh, and like flops over onto the ground off of the car and looks at Sundry and um, you just see this like just this man who's full of hate and anger staring up at you and staring up at you Sundry hold his gaze and um yeah, eventually he just lets out a last breath and it's the tiniest wisp of black smoke. You hear his radio go off again. Asset Prime has arrived at the location, setting up a defense perimeter, ready to go and radio silent in three. And you hear like other people like kind of confirm this stuff. And, oh, you hear Bishop's voice again. You hear, get ready for that payday, boys. What, what Sundry is going to do is, like, he reaches down to uh, uh, pick up his harpoon, and amongst all the broken glass, he sees, like, uh, the, the um, family picture of, like, Chase and his family all, like, hugging together and being close. And when he comes back down... Uh, maybe Chase and the wife are, are like together in like the security, the blankets or something like that. And he hands it to them. Oh yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's a good point. So after, after Bishop, this version of Bishop dies, um, 
does Julia come back? Julia comes down to see Welker. And so Sundry comes out as Julia's standing there with Welker. And this is the first time she's seen him in a while. And Sundry has this picture of the two of them. That's maybe either their like wedding day picture or maybe a picture of when they were younger and they first met. And he gives it to them and she's standing there and she's staring at Welker who looks like, like I said, like a freaking walking dead zombie. She can tell it's you, but he looks crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only thing he'd have time to really get across to her is he'll like thank Sundry like for the picture, you know, he'll like give him a meaningful look. And then when he like looks at it himself and hands it over to Julia, um, he'll say, uh, I'm coming back for you. Um, so I-, I wanted to basically be like, I don't think he is coming back is the problem. <laughs> look after Tara and Kyle. We see her stare at the picture. Maybe like a tear falls on the picture, that kind of thing. But she just stares at you. And um, uh, yeah. Um, is is it appropriate that she just doesn't say anything here, or is it appropriate yeah, that she? I think that's fine. Like I think it's obvious what she would say. We don't need to have the whole thing. Okay, maybe that's when that um, Bishop's radio interrupts you guys. Or maybe, and maybe it's not Bishop's radio, maybe it's the radio from one of these SUVs. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear that? Guys, if yeah. we want to if we want to get uh, you back on your feet, we gotta move now. As you and Julia are looking at each other kind of uh, intensely, she's kind of staring at you, like not knowing what to think. Um, and you're, I don't think, knowing maybe what to say. Your phone your phone rings. I answer politely. Yeah. Oh, hello. Um, uh, yeah, on the other end is, is Dr. McLean. Dr. McLean says like, Welker, I have, uh, I wanted, I wanted to contact you as fast, as soon as I could. I don't know. I, I don't know what else to, what else to say, whatever they're planning to do, whatever it is, it had been some kind of research thing, but I don't think that they're, I don't think they're researching anymore. I think they're making a move to activate whatever they're activating. Uh, Walker says, yes, we noticed. Um, doesn't seem like, I said, you might want to consider putting in your notice, and I don't mean two weeks. Jessica Lore's on her way to this final location. She's moved a she's moved a security team there to make sure that all of this goes smoothly with her. I guess all of these spots are activated, and it's just up to this last one, and she's going there personally to oversee it. Do you know where? I've been able to, to track down that uh, this spot, this spot, this spot, this spot, and this spot, the places you know about already. Mm-hmm. seem to be activated and there seem to be security teams at those places. Um, but they, from what I understand, they're moving the red asset, which is, which is likely to be her um, to, and then you hear like, like uh, j- I think the phone just goes, turns off. Welker is like entirely burned. Like there's no more access to anything from the company that he has at this point. 
This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Additional music for this episode included Shadow Man by Lobo Loco, Sad Songs Part 1 Bells by Fake Cats Project, and Symmetry of Sleeplessness by Dan Bowden, as well as Ghost Chase Thriller by Sir Cubworth. Be sure to join us next week, every Thursday, for This American Monster and our short games will be played every Friday. Saturdays on YouTube, you'll see our old, long games at This American Dice. And Sundays on YouTube, you'll see our old short games. So why don't you hop on and f- f- fucking hop, 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 hop on pop. Uh, yep, you oh. got it. Oh, sorry. There's like freaking sediment in this drink. I just got all. Yeah, oh, sorry. Kitty stands. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He he had kidney stones earlier, so he figured like a bit of the hair of the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Drink another kidney stone. It's the only uh-huh. way to only way to help you. Well, yeah. I think also Ashton at some point. Um, there's like some kind of a knife thing on his hip, and he kind of takes it halfway out of his like the little sheath on his hip, you know? And he's like, oh, not yet. And puts it back. Foreshadowing. One day, I'll use this move called cast out with that knife.